and welcome to the Vlogging Pod. Tonight we are joined by contemporary and romance novelist Mel Walker. Welcome to the room, Mel. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. It's nice to have you. So, like I was telling you before, I like to do a little bit of research on every author. So, I saw that you, when you were growing up, you lived a few miles down from the Shea Stadium, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, within, within distance, you used to bike there. Oh, wonderful. So, you are born and raised in New York, yes? Yes, yes. Native New Yorker, proud of it. Awesome. Okay, so, and you're a Mets fan. Oh, big time. <laughs> yes. I heard that. Uh, I... Sometimes, sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's a good thing. Most times it's not, but I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all right, Moody Way. That's okay. Um, so, I, but you, I believe that the majority of your family are New York Jets. Is it New York Jets fans? Am I saying that right? Uh, uh... Well, in terms of baseball, we're Yankee fans. Yankee fans, um, okay. In terms of football, they, yeah. In terms of football, a lot of them were Jet fans. But my father was actually, believe it or not, a Dallas Cowboy fan. Oh, yeah. wow. And he's he was from New York as well? No, he was from um, South Carolina. Oh, okay. Well, that makes a little bit of sense, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so how do you think um, living in a big city of New York affected your writing? I mean, how much has it um, Im impacted your writing? Yeah, that's an interesting question because um, I actually like to write small-town romance, um, and I'm a native New Yorker, grew up in one of the biggest cities in the world. <laughs> but um, it's strange when I try to explain to, to people that, yes, New York is large and massive and there's, you know, 10 million people here, but it's really a city made up of small communities. Um, and so you, there, you get a real small-town feel throughout New York as you go from neighborhood to neighborhood. Um, and that's really what um, I put into my story. So that's why when I was starting the writing platform, it was always, it just resonated with me in terms of small town romance. Nice. Uh, yeah, Moody Way, we'll, we're gonna get there. <laughs> um, also, Moody Way is asking in the room, um, she's, uh, he or she says, could you name a few of his books? in the chat for me to go look up. Would you like to do that, Mel? Um, sure. Um, I am talk, talking about small town romance. I have a, a five book series called Lake Hope. Um, starts out with um, Ryan's Kiss. Um, it's a contemporary romance. Small town takes place in a city in Indiana, small town. Nice. Now, actually, when you mentioned um the Lake Hoper series. I, I was actually my uh, third question, so we're going to skip two and move on down. <laughs> so, awesome. so with fifteen books, do I have that correct to your name? Fifteen. I think I think that's correct. Okay. Um, there, there are some anthologies in there that ran for short periods of time, and then they're unpublished. So that's probably about right. Okay. Um. So. The series, um, Lake Hope. Tell me a little bit about that and how that came about. Um, actually, my favorite series. So um, <laughs> it started with <laughs> it, it started with um, Ryan's Kiss, which is a second chance romance. Um, if you look through my my catalog, um, you see I, I tend to like second chance romance. It's my favorite trope, right. um, and so it 
deals with um, a, a brain nerdy girl, um, Candace, and she's matched up with the most popular boy in school. He's a volleyball star. Um, and he, she has to tutor him. Um, and that starts the whole journey of Lake Hope. Um, it takes place in Indiana in a town called Destiny Falls, which is near Lake Hope, this um, beautiful um, resort area. Um, and the, it started out as one book, um, but their, their friends and their circle and their community just resonated with me that each of her friends I had to then spin off and give them their own story. Um, and so that's how the Lake Hope series grew and the community grew. So the whole town of Destiny Falls, the whole area in terms of Lake Hope all gets highlighted um, in terms of the, the small town five, the happily ever act after, um, and the friends all finding romance. Nice. Now I am looking at the covers currently because I am on, on, the, on my other computer, I'm on your site which is authormelwalker.com for anyone who's interested. I also have the link at the top of the room in the description. Um, so tell me how about the covers? Um, oh. Go ahead. Sure, sure. <laughs> so the covers, um, I, I'm not sure how I stumbled across the designer, um, but Tiffany Black is um, my designer for all the entire Lake Hope series, and she does most of the vast majority of my covers. She's, she's amazing. Um, and I described to her, you know, the mood I was going for and what I was looking for. Uh -huh. um, and we went back and forth for a period of time, and she just came up with the concept um, right out of the bat, right out of the gate. And I fell in love with it immediately. And you'll see that same concept, the same typography um, is brought through the entire series. She, she does such a wonderful job. I can't, you know, exclude her, her compliments enough. Um, she's, she's fantastic. Right. I especially like the Lake Ho series. Those are very nice. The, the font, Thank the you. content, they seem, they actually seem like as if it would be a long lake, you know what I mean, around the Lake Hopes, you know what I'm talking about, the resort kind of feel yes. going on. So that is nice. Yes, yes. Um, so you're being a romantic at heart. This is what I heard you say. <laughs> yes. Um, now, I don't want to take words in your mouth, but from what I understand, this drove you to write the romance dramas? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's um, how I view the world um, and the lens I have on it. And it really, you know, gets amplified in my writing in terms of, you know, the, the world I, I'd like to see. Um, so I try to, in, in my world, in my version of the worlds, um, it's not just people going after their happily ever afters, um, but also people um, growing and respecting one another in that process. So that's that inner romantic of me. Um, and I just like, that's the feel I like to, to have. I actually like that to grow and continue it because we do change as we get older. So it is yes. nice that um, hearing that from a man, <laughs> especially because, you know, <laughs> us women, we're always the ones like, let's have a talk. <laughs> so I like that. I like that, especially. Can you tell me a little bit about is your most popular book, by the way? Do you know the title If before I say it? Um, Jackson's Love, I believe. According to Amazon, it has okay. finally got it right. Oh, 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 well, that's the latest one. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> that one is only a few weeks old. Yes. Okay. Well, do you think it's going to outgrow the, the latter one you were saying? 
Um, yeah, so the finally got it right is a collection. So um, that the, those numbers don't don't surprise me. Um, there are I think fifteen stories in that book um, by fifteen different authors. So I just have one book in there called um, "Kiss You Back," uh, and it's you know I, I love writing that story. Um, but in terms of the collection, the entire collection is amazing um, in terms of the fifteen stories in there, and it's all about once again um, people finding finding love. So, um, has, have, you, have you found it difficult being a male romance author? <laughs> that's, a, that's a great question. <laughs> so I'll give you a quick, a quick um, story. So okay. um, in 20, I think it was 2020 or 2019, I think it might have been 2020. I went to a writer's conference. Um, it was a romance writer's conference down in Dallas, of all places. Um, had a great time, wonderful conference and all. And I, it was early in my, my career. And so I didn't realize that I was such a rare bird. Uh, at the conference, there were you know 175 authors. There were only five men um, at the conference. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's when I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and, and as I've, you know, got embedded in the community, I realized how rare it is um, in terms of uh, male romance authors. I'm not sure why that's so rare, um, because it's a beautiful genre, yeah. um, and there's a ton ton of uh, male authors out there, um, and I think they're, they're just, you know, sleeping on a beautiful genre to write in. <laughs> well, you know what? I guess, for me, I think it's... um generalized because mm -hmm. uh, women usually are more typical to romance readers but i hear you're a romance reader as well yeah yeah i like i said happily ever after always resonated with me so um i've always been a fan of the genre um i've always loved you know love stories as well as romance um stories as well um it's just you know it's, it's a wonderful place to be where, where people get along and you know who doesn't love love right I'm going to ask you a little personal question. You're a family man, yes? Yes. Okay. Yes. Happily married, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So how does the wife feel about all the books? <laughs> she, it, it's, it's funny because, she one, she's a huge reader. Uh -huh. But, two, she do, she doesn't read romance. What? Um, so she reads... <laughs> She reads my books, but not romance per se. She she's a big um, nonfiction reader. Mm -hmm. She likes reading historical fiction um, when it comes to fiction, but she reads a lot of uh, nonfiction nice. um, as well. But um, she she fully supportive. Um, at my first um, signing in 2000 up in Connecticut, um, she worked a table with me. Nice. Um, and she got them. She got to, to meet the, all the people coming in and see the community and um, just the, the support. The community has been amazing. That's one of the things that really, really blew my mind is um, the fellow romance authors are so supportive, um, yes. so sharing with information, um, always willing to help out and lend a hand. Um, and it's a wonderful, wonderful community. Yes, it is. Um, so I want to dive a little deeper into your character drafting because I have to say, um, doing a little bit of research, um, your characters they seem to be very down to earth and realistic. And I remember a quote you were saying in your interview that I was listening to, that you like your male characters to be quite loyal and doting on their female characters. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I do. <laughs> so it, it, it's, so I'll, I'll, I'll let you in on an inside um, secret, especially when it comes to the Lake Hope series. Um, it was done intentional. So each story has the guy's name in the story, huh? but the actual story is about the female. Um, so it's really a twist. So um, and the reason I do that is, is all my books, I try to feature very strong, powerful women. Um, and their arc and their journey. Um, and especially in the Lake Hope series, every featured woman in there is an independent business owner. Mm -hmm. um, and they have a very strong drive to succeed on the business front as well on the, as on the romantic front. Um, and that's just something I grew up with. Um, I grew up, you know, my, my mom, it was, in my family, it was eight of us. Wow. Uh, and my mom was a, yeah, she was a boss. Um, she, you know, ran the household and went to work and was on top of everything. And so throughout my life, you know, I've had strong female role models. Um, so it's just natural that that's what I put in my, my stories. Right. Well, how much do you think of yourself do you put in your characters as well? I'm sure I'm just like several authors and most authors that, you know, in almost every character, you'll see a piece of me um, there. Um, I, I think it's just natural as you write to, to, to lean upon your own personal experience and your personal tendencies. So it, it definitely in certain characters, it, it comes out in terms of their humor, um, in terms of, you know, their values, um, et cetera. Um, definitely spread, spread well across the spectrum. Nice. See, I'm really going to make your fans really gush here. <laughs> You're just going to be imagining all kinds of things now about you. <laughs> so tell me, um, novella versus novels. Do you see novellas as harder or do you see it as an easier? Sometimes, now for me, I'm just going to put my own input here and you can tell me what yours is. Mm -hmm. um, for me, when I write novellas, it's a little bit harder to be honest with you because you've got a shorter platform. You've got to make the feel the content's not rushed. So how do you feel about that? Novella against novel, which way do you feel is harder and for what reasons? Uh, that's a great question. Um, so I, when I first started, I started writing short stories. So for me, novella comes a little easier. Mm -hmm. um, it's almost like, a, I think of it almost like a photograph or a snapshot, um, a day in the life of. Um, and I get to really focus in in terms of, you know, what's the pivotal moment that drives that story in that point in time. Um, so it's usually very focused, um, very short in terms of duration. Mm -hmm. um, and I just, it's easier from my perspective to tell that story um, versus the, the longer length stories where you have a massive arc, a massive amount of time, a wide um, cast of characters to, to manage to bring in and out. So um, that's, that's my preference in terms of novellas, but I enjoy writing both. I agree. I, I do. Well, I have more experience toward the novella. <laughs> now, I did write a bunch of novellas. They're the same storyline and put them in a book. So it looks impressive from the outside. <laughs> but I'm with awesome. you. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? People are like, you wrote this big book? Yeah. And I just don't say about they're all one. They're all together. <laughs> um, but 
But yeah, I agree with you. Novellas are my choice because I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love series. I mean, you can continue with series, but I just love the short, fast-paced reads. I really do. But also, Mm -hmm. the challenge of putting something so in-depth in a small amount of pages. And Moody Way asked in the room, what's the difference between novel and novella? What would be your definition for him? Him or her, I'm sorry. So... Yeah, so um, my definition, I'm sure on Google they probably has the, the, the correct numbers, but um, I think in terms of novella, it's in terms of length of the story, it's typically, you know, anywhere from like 15,000 up to like 30 or 25,000 um, words, anything, you know, above 35, going up to like, you know, up to 100 or so um, is a full length novel. Holy moly, you know what? <laughs> I try to cap mine at 40. I might almost be a novelist. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes, you're, you're right there. Put 100, 100 more words and you're there. <laughs> I know, right? Dang it. <laughs> I need to get cracking. Um, I just, I'm just joking. I really do love novellas. I really do. It is my choice. Um, so I heard you started writing in 2015, according to an interview that I was, um, oh, hi, Samantha, um, Moody Way is telling me that she is Samantha. So welcome to the room, Samantha. Um, so I heard you started writing in, two- yeah. <laughs> I heard you started writing in 2015. Is that correct? Well, you published in 2015, right? Yeah, that's, that's when I started publishing. Yeah, I've been writing for forever, it seems. <laughs> okay. Um, I started, um, yeah, that's that's about the time I really started getting serious about it and getting in, embedded in the industry and learning. Okay. But I was digging around. <laughs> are, you, are you worried? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> okay. I was digging around, and I found a book called, now let me know if this is your book, Okay. In a lovely, I'm sorry, in a lonely place, which I believe was published in 2010. Yes, yes, yeah. So that's the. Um, <laughs> it's no longer available any longer. <laughs> right. But, yeah, that was my first first venture out. Um, so they always say, you know, every author has that story that's nagging them in the back of the head that they have to write down. Um, so that that was my story in terms of in a lonely place. <laughs> It was just based off of um, the story I wanted to tell at that point in time, um, but it wasn't, you know, the most polished story in terms of the the genre um, and hitting all of the appropriate um, story beats and characterizations, etc. So um, that was part of, you know, where I realized, hey, I really need to dig into the, the craft and the industry and understand the proper way to, to publish a, a book in terms of being an indie author. So um, that's when, you know, I went back, I started attending conferences, I went to um, the Writer's Digest Conference here in New York, also visited Writer's Digest Conference out in California, um, and really peeled back and started really focusing and becoming very serious, and that's, you know, when I regrouped and came back 2015, um, doing it in, in terms of my, per, my perspective the, the proper way. Right. Well, for for you thinking that it wasn't as polished, um, you had quite a few raving reviews. So, um, yeah. so even for something that you felt that wasn't up to your current uh, ratings of establishment, it still seemed to be something that really spoke to a lot of people. Would you ever go back and redo it? 
I actually considered that almost every year. I think about going back and redoing it. Um, but this, I have so many stories in my head that I want to tell that uh, I'll probably just leave it where it's at. The, the, the biggest challenge um, with that story in particular um, is that it didn't end in a happily ever after. Uh, um, and okay. that's, that's, that's the big challenge with that story. It was a love story that um, had a big twist at the end um, and does not end in a happily ever after. Well, for my final question for you tonight, Mel, um, I'd love to know if you have any teasers for any upcoming books or current books that just released. You want to give us any juice? <laughs> oh, sure. Um, I actually had a new release last week um, called Dr. Fix It. Um, it's part of a, a series. There's 13 books in a series, all um, standalone um, novels that can be read as standalone. You can jump in at any point in time. Um, the series is called Doctors of Eastport General. Um, and my, my doctor, um, Dr. Fixit, is uh, Dr. Angie Carmichael. Um, so I went with a female doctor. Once again, very strong, independent, um, well-crafted character that I just, I just love. The, um, the reviews on that one have been amazing. People are loving the chemistry between um, Angie and the, the male character, Brayton. Um, so she's a doctor that works at, um, in Rhode Island Hospital. So once again, small town. And she has a one night stand. And then the next day, um, the guy she slept with shows up at her hospital as a patient. Um, and so it presents other challenges for them throughout. Um, so I won't give away much more than that. And, to say that um, it's been very well received. It's only, actually today it marks one week um, since the release. So I would highly recommend you check out Dr. Fix It. Right. And for all those interested, it is on Amazon. Um, just a little bit of teasers on the reviews. We've got an awesome read, newbie to Mel, and five stars on that one. Words mean everything, this one says. Another perfect addition. Um, let's see, I'm trying to find something on that one. The, comp, the, the quote isn't doing it for me. Great story, heartfelt, uh, and it just goes on. So I want to congratulate you, Mel. You are an awesome author. You have a tremendous amount of emotion going through your books, something that is extremely rare as far as being true to your craft. I really felt that whenever and everything that I've read of yours. So thank you wow. so much. <laughs> no, thank you. That, that means so much to me. I, it, it's what I'm, I'm working towards. So, you know, as, as an author, I always see ways to improve. Um, but that's really, really kind of you to, to say. Thank I wouldn't so say it if I didn't mean it, I swear. I want to thank you so much for being on the program tonight. Again, to all our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. We do have another podcast coming up next Thursday, so please tune in. Thank you again, everyone. Have a great evening. Bye-bye for now.